This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Leo Maitlam, KCBS Foodie Chap with Chef Bruno Lopez at the Ritz-Carlton Rancho Mirage. A hop skip and a jump from Palm Springs. Chef, good to see you. Bonjour. Bonjour. Nice to see you as well. Good to be with you, Chef. And a chef who has a connection to San Francisco. Absolutely. Uh, I moved to uh, to San Francisco about 32 years ago, and that's where I start uh, my uh, U.S. career uh, in, uh, in you know in the late 80s. And uh, it, San Francisco means a lot to me because you know I meet my wife there, we get married there, we live there for eight years before to move around, and we always enjoy to come back. And we have a lot of friends, chefs, friends, and many many friends there as well. Come on, you can drop a few names here. Come on. That's fine. You know, I'm a very, very good friend with Roland Brasso from La Folie, uh, with uh, Gerard Hilgoyen from Pipra, Laurent Maring from Café La Presse, and of course, Xavier uh, Salomon from the Carlton in Alphmoud Bay, which I opened before, before his time yeah. there. You know, they're all my French brothers. You know that. I know that for yeah. sure, yes. You're now one of the brotherhood, Chef. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm glad to be part of a club. <laughs> so, Chef, let's talk about that first job in San Francisco. Uh, before we talk about the job, tell me about the city. When you arrived there, what were your expectations of San Francisco as a food town? Well, I knew uh, I knew a little bit that uh, San Francisco was the lead uh, as as far as, as, as a food city in the United States, you know, uh, with New York and Chicago, and it was definitely definitely doing the movement of uh, of California cuisine, you know, with Jeremy Tower in there and you know all those all those names. So it's definitely a, a great place to be and to learn and. And definitely to change. I mean, you know, I was obviously coming from a very classical training in France, but it was a, a great place to learn, you know, new technique and definitely some great products there in, uh, yeah. uh, from the ca- California. And, you know, Jeremiah Tower, Alice Waters, Chez Panisse, exactly. had made its mark. California cuisine was king. Uh, the menus, uh, just like in France, finally, people were getting the fact that you could eat local, you should eat local. And a lot of the French chefs were at the helm at that time. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm, and I'm glad they were you know, uh, helping and part of, of this movement of, of really uh, kind of who develop the farm-to-table type of movement, yeah. what we are right now. And, and I mean, uh, even right now, we, we, we go not too far, you know, in Sonoma and Napa. And I mean, I'm even here at, at, the, at the hotel here at the Skelton Rancho Mihas, I'm using the, the uh, yogurt in Glasia from Saint-Benoît, which is a small uh, company sure. up north. Yeah. So, and, and uh, at State Fair behind Kitchen, uh, we, we, we do have uh, many, many, I mean, 80% of our, 80 to 90% of our product are from California. So yeah. we're using a lot of things from up there as well. So some cheese, the blue cheese from Point Ray. I mean, you know, many, many, uh, uh, you know, the chicken from Mary Chicken Farm, so on and so forth. So we, we're, big, we're big fan of California food. Of course, and it lives right here. Got to talk about your first job in San Francisco, Ritz-Carlton, a unique job. Tell me about that job that you had initially. Yeah, when I started, you know, I, I was there since 86, but when I started with Ritz-Carlton, uh, San Francisco in 81, when it opened, my first job, I was a... Uh, a sous-chef translator. We were bringing chefs uh, from France for the d- dining room, you know, like Star Michelin chef, but unfortunately they were not speaking enough of English. Mm-hmm. And my job was basically to communicate uh, from the order, uh, from the guests to the chef in France and, and get back to the waiter in English. So it was, it was a fun job. I was doing that for six months. 
So when I ordered my filet mignon, medium rare, you would say? I would say when I would be tornado or senior. <laughs> oh, with a little bit of foie gras on the side. Uh, uh, avec uh, foie gras or, or uh, you know, uh, avec une tranche de foie gras sauté à côté. Yeah. Early mentor of yours was at the Ritz-Carlton with you in San Francisco. Uh, my early mentor was, you know, uh, Jean-Pierre Dubray was an uh, executive chef in, in, San, in, uh, in San Francisco at the Ritz-Carlton. He's the one who obviously hired me and I learned so much from him, uh, you know, going back to, uh, to the luxury market, uh, you know, the Ritz-Carlton. So. Yeah. You were an army brat, as they say. You traveled around because of your family uh, moving all over France. But Paris was really your home, right? Absolutely. I mean, I spent most of my youth uh, close to Paris, and that's why uh, I start to, to learn about cooking in, uh, in one of the um, um, cooking school there. And I did my apprenticeship at, at the Ritz in Paris, which was... Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's start at the top, shall we? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And after my first job, I was at a two-star Michelin chef at the Fromage in Versailles, close to Paris. And that uh, actually, Gervier was a chef owner there, and he's the one who... Uh, helped me to move to United States in '86. Yeah. Um, as a young man, obviously you traveled around because of your your family uh, and the army connection, and that really prepared you uh, for your life as a chef, traveling all over. Uh, you would do a stint in Dubai uh, among one of the first chefs to go out there and really make a mark in Dubai. Absolutely, I was uh, you know uh, have the opportunity and honor to be the opening chef at the first Riscalton in the Middle East in uh, in '98. So I was at Riscalton, Dubai for the two and a half years, and now you know the region developed a lot. We have quite a bit of hotel there, you know, in in Dubai and in all the Emirates as well at Qatar and Bahrain, and uh, it was very very interesting and also to to for the knowledge because I mean Dubai is definitely a, a place when food is important and you have the opportunity of having most of the world cuisine there because sure. you know it's it's a, it's an expat city so you have to have all those different cuisine yeah. and even right now we do have bring they bring some big name chef as well uh, you know in dubai so uh, and then from dubai you would go to one of the most exotic little towns in the world half moon bay yeah absolutely it was a, it was definitely a, a, a small cultural shock you know coming from a big uh, growing city in dubai and coming to you know, a pumpkin, uh, a pumpkin farm uh, city in Half Moon Bay. I mean, I know it was close to San Francisco, but it was definitely a, a very, very small place. Yeah, and I have to tell you, the Ritz-Carlton, Half Moon Bay, remains one of my favorite places on the planet. Uh, Chef Xavier is at the helm there and has been now for uh, more than a decade, took over from you. Uh, a, a special place though, right? It is, a, it is a special place. Uh, for me, it's a special place because, you know, it's a place when I did open. Yeah. Uh, so it always uh, will, you know, keep in my mind that, you know, I, uh, it's one of those that I open. And, and also, I mean, it's, it's very unique, you know, with uh, difficulties of location behind the cliff of, you know, and, yeah. and beautiful ocean view. And, uh, you know, and I, I cannot forget the smell of the Bruxelles part during the harvest of the Bruxelles part in, in Alphabet, <laughs> Bay. Something, something else. And oh, definitely the traffic on, uh, on uh, October when it's a pumpkin festival in Dubai, oh, in, yeah. uh, in Alphabet. Bay. It was, yeah. you know, very unique. It was a giant. Uh, every year, a bigger and bigger uh, pumpkin. Farmer John probably came by to say hello. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Farmer John was there. Absolutely, yes. Um, your travels would lead you back to a place uh, that is very special uh, for you, uh, Los Angeles, uh, and you hopped over uh, all over Los Angeles from Bel Air, a couple of other stops. Tell me about the LA food scene and what that meant for you. 
So I did have uh, uh, I did have uh, two time in Los Angeles. So the first time I came in a, in the mid eighties, and uh, Los Angeles was still a, a, a city when the food was growing. It was not there yet. Yes, you have Joachim. Yes, you have uh, Wolfgang was there. So already some big name was was uh, putting uh, Los Angeles on the food scene. And when I came back in early two thousand, uh, I find a, a big change because. Many, many places developed. You know, it was a, a big movement of like the Beast Romania. We have a lot of a very interesting place. Los Angeles, interesting enough, is one of the cities in the United States with the most farmer market. We have yeah. about 200 farmer market weekly. I mean, I was close to Santa Monica when we have three farmer market a week there, mm-hmm. including the Wednesday one with the most famous one because all the chefs from Los Angeles are there very early in the morning. And sure. it's, it was not only a farmer market, but it's also a networking place with yeah. all the chefs. So definitely we, 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 we really can say that now, uh, those days, Los Angeles is, is part of the food scene in the United sure. States. Big time. Uh, Bel Air Hotel, uh, you had to be catering to people from all over the world, all manner of people, a lot of celebrities. You must have had some interesting requests over the years, right? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Bel Air, it's, uh, it's a little uh, uh, boutique hotel. It's a, a great place for celebrity because it's, you know, it's very discreet. And we did have, you know, obviously our season there was from January to um, you know, all spring, you know, because all the award ceremony. So I did, yeah. I cannot reveal any name, but I did meet very, very interesting people during, <laughs> during that time. Oh, look, a man of integrity to the end. So, Chef, that brings us here to the Ritz-Carlton, Rancho Mirage, a glorious setting, absolutely stunning. The views, spectacular, exclusive with a capital E, perched up here on the hill. Uh, let's talk about the cuisine. Is the a element of cuisine. I know you're all about California, but is there anything that's unique to this part of California? Uh, absolutely. That uh, interesting fact about uh, you know Rancho Mirage. You know Rancho Mirage is part of a valley called the Coachella Valley, and uh, you should know that 95% of the date consumed in the United States are coming from that valley. So obviously we do uh, doing some fun stuff with date here in at yeah. Carlton Rancho Mirage. You know, not only like date shake, but uh, you know, we know we have some uh, date flake in our, our, our muesli, we use it in our granola. We have uh, uh, one of our snacks at the bar, it's a, a combination of almond and date. You know, so, and we even, uh, you know, starting next week, we're always going to serve our bread with date. So, definitely, the date is uh, definitely part of our menus here. But also, interesting things, it's, uh, you know, if you go a little bit more east, uh, we have all the agriculture of, of uh, Coachella Valley. We have many, many farms, and, and those farms are, are like dual, dual farm. What they do all, all uh, winter, fall, winter, and spring, they're here, you know, doing all the beautiful product here. And after, because the summer is too hot, so they move their farm up north, and they have the same type of product coming from uh, Northern California. Yeah. So we always have some fantastic product in our menus. You know, uh, the dining room here, we're sitting in a quiet little room, state fair. Define the cuisine here. So state fair, the best way to define the cuisine is state fair. What the best California have to offer. So we, 90% of our product are coming from California. You know, we bring our beef from Brent Farm, which is now away from here. We have all our uh, chicken from uh, Murray Chicken Farm. We have all our um, produce uh, coming from the local farm here in, in Turmoil. Uh, all our dairy coming from Northern California. We even have the uh, uh, charcuterie, you know, coming from Northern California as well. So yeah. even our wine list for the specific restaurants and it was California wine. The fine dining room downstairs and the bar, uh, amazing views, amazing menu, and steak is a big part of the menu. Absolutely. Downstairs, with, uh, we have the edge. 
a steakhouse. We, we call that a modern steakhouse. So yes, we have a traditional cut. We're using, you know, uh, a prime Angus beef, you know, from from Pennsylvania. We do have an interesting cut. You know, uh, we have a tomahawk coming from uh, Australia with a Kobe-style tomahawk and also a couple cut from Japan, from uh, Wagyu beef. But we call that modern because we do also have some very interesting uh, appetizer. You know, we do have a, a, a Mediterranean octopus that we serve on a menu and we have uh, we have fun also with uh, uh, we bring a three-pound lobster that we boil, you know, we, uh, uh, for one of the entrees. So we have fun with that. I'm staying for dinner. Absolutely. <laughs> You'll be my guest. <laughs> Chef, uh, we're going to hop in the kitchen together in a few moments. You're going to do the cooking. I'll be your sous chef. Uh, what are you going to put together? Well, we just changed uh, some of our uh, item on the menu at Set Fair behind Kitchen, and, and now uh, we just put an uh, uh, item for breakfast and lunch, and it's uh, it's a simple, simply avocado toast. So we're using some sourdough that we toasted, and we do a, a type of uh, just a, a smash uh, avocado. We put a little roasted tomato. And what we like to serve on the top of it, it's uh, two eggs, you know, sunny up. And, you know, for breakfast, it's a perfect healthy dish to start the day. You know, I always ask my chefs, what wine would we pair with this? But instead, we're going to pick one of your favorite wines. What, what is it? Well, absolutely. You know, as a, as a good French chef, you know, we can drink wine any time of the day, correct? So, you know, I will love, since we have that on lunch menu, I will love to have that dish with a glass of uh, Pinot, you know, Carneros, uh, uh, Pinot Noir. Uh, my favorite is Etude. And Napa and Sonoma, the North Bay, they need our love right now more than ever, right? Absolutely. Then, you know, after the... A dramatic uh, event that they just have a month ago that definitely ha- get some help and you know I'll try to do my part and drink as much as wine I can <laughs> from uh, from California. You know what chef I'm going to join you I'm going to be right there with you I'm going to drink as much Napa wine as I can I already have on this trip. Um, chef so lovely to meet you uh, I'm going to let you have the last word for those who've never been to Ritz-Carlton Rancho Mirage why should they come and visit? Well, I, I, I always think that uh, uh, the Escarton Rancho Mirage is the closest place to heaven. Uh, it's very, very unique, you know, uh, the weather, it's all year round, it's fantastic. And we definitely put a, a little oasis of, of uh, great things here with our two restaurants and, and a very place to rest and relax. And we have a wonderful spa as well when, you know, the lady can enjoy, gentlemen as well. But also we, we're in a valley when you have 130 golf course. So we definitely a place to play. Yeah. And I definitely found my little perch right by the pool there. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Merci beaucoup, Chef. Chef Bruno Lopez, that special recipe, the avocado toast uh, and the wine notes, we'll share it with you, plus more on Chef Bruno's story at cbssf.com and click on Foodie Champ. More wine, please. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.